is Undaunted Life, a man's podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Thompson. Let's get into it. Now, wait a minute, Kyle. Wait a minute. I have listened to 128 episodes of your podcast, and your intro music has been the same on all those episodes. What are you going and doing? Changing the intro music. Well, guys, if you didn't know, it's because August Burns Red has released a new album. If you were listening to this on time, that album is not even a week old. That album is called Guardians, and that is the ninth Studio O album that has been released by August Burns Red. They're the two-time Grammy Award-nominated band from Lancaster, PA. And here's the thing, guys, is every time they release a new album, every time, unless it's the worst music I've ever heard, which I don't think is possible for that band, we're going to change the intro outro track. Okay, so the intro track on the outro track on this podcast is now the song called Defender, which is the fourth track off of that album. And we're going to do a review of that album today. Okay, but, 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 but for some of you guys are like, oh, I don't like metal. I'm going to skip this one or I've never heard of this band or whatever the situation may be. Here's the deal. I first want to implore you that all of you guys should listen to metal music. And yes, I'm not saying that if you don't like metal, that you're a bad person or any of those different things, but I want to make a pitch to you that you should listen to metal and the reasons why, but then we're going to get into some suggested listening for you guys. So I'm actually going to provide you with 31 metal albums to start out your metal library. Okay, guys. And then after we go through that, I'm going to do a quick review of the new album by August Burns Red. But before that, like I told you, I'm going to give you the reasons why every man should listen to metal. Now, real quick, before I get into my three reasons, there are more, but before I get into my three, when I say metal, I'm including a lot of different genres under that. Okay. So I'm including hardcore metalcore, which is where August Burns Red would kind of sit, death metal, thrash, etc. But what I'm not really considering is hair metal or new metal, basically metal that you've heard on the radio. Most of the t- songs and most of the albums I'm about to describe to you, you've not heard any of those tracks on the radio, save for a handful of them, right? And new metal, if you've never heard of new metal, that's kind of like, I don't know, like Breaking Benjamin and like Corn and Limp Biscuit and some of those things. And they, they've got some good stuff and I've got their albums, but that is not who we're talking about. But let's go ahead and talk about why every man should listen to metal. The first reason is because it's incredibly complicated. It, it is so complicated. Um, when you look at people that actually write down their, their metal, when, when they actually write down the music, when they're writing the music and August Burns Red is one of those bands, it is such a complicated thing to look at, especially if you don't know how to read music, which is yours truly. I have no idea how to read music, but it's very complicated. The sounds are very complicated. So it's interesting to the brain because it's so complicated. The second reason that every man should listen to metal is because it takes work. Well, it takes work because it's so complicated, right? Those first two dovetail into each other for a reason. The thing is, is for the most part with the screaming vocals, which is most of the metal that I'm going to suggest to you, it's really, really hard to understand the lyrics. You just can't really understand the words that are being said. You might be like, well, well, that's kind of dumb. That's not very easy. But guys, there's a reason why we actually have a name of a category of music called easy listening. Because this is not it. There is easy listening out there. So if you want to go listen, I don't even know what an easy listening band would be, but if you want to go listen to that, that's fine. This is just different. It takes a little bit of work, but when you actually sit down with the lyrics in front of you, and then you listen to the song, you get a deeper level of appreciation for what you're listening to. And the third reason that every man should listen to metal is because wussy music just can't pump you up the way that metal can. Like I know guys that go to the gym and and God love them literally, but they will listen to, you know, Bethel and, you know, 
Taylor Swift, shout out to the exact guy who knows what I'm talking about or Hillsong United or whatever. And I just like, I can't imagine getting pumped up for, for, you know, a PR deadlift or for, you know, a marathon or all that. And listening to that, that's just me personally. When you listen to metal music and when you understand it, when it like infiltrates your brain, it's a different level. It can take you to a different level. Guys, there have been times like here we are sitting in quarantine. I've set three PRs in the last week on deadlift, bench and pull-ups. And I've been listening to heavy music and it just, I can't even describe I'm glad there's not like a webcam or something like that in my garage because it's nonsense. I, I end up walking around like the bushwhackers or whatever. Like it's just, it's crazy. But again, it's incredibly complicated. It takes work listening to metal and it's just the wussy music that a lot of you guys listen to. How does that pump you up? It can't pump you up the way that metal can. But before we get into the review of the new August Burns Red album, Guardians, I want to give you 31 metal albums for you to check out. And guys, don't worry about pulling over to write these down. I will put them in the show notes and I'm not going to give you, you know, a description of each one of those. I'm just going to go through them fairly quickly. Okay. But again, these guys are all over. Uh, all these different bands are all over the different genres of metal. They don't really stick into one, but if you're looking to get into metal music, I've had guys ask me for playlists before. Here's 31 albums. I just gave you hours and hours and hours of metal so you can check it out and see what you like. Okay. The first one is a life once lost and the album name is Hunter and uh, that band, those two guitarists on that band are absolutely insane. The second one is Architects and the album is Hollow Crown. A very, very interesting voice on that guy. I like it a lot. The next one is, and these are in alphabetical order, by the way, if you haven't picked up on that already. The next one is Azalea Dying, Frail Words Collapse. So Frail Words Collapse is one of really the seminal metalcore, metalcore albums and that's still probably their best album they've ever released. The next one is August Burns Red, surprise, surprise, and my favorite album of theirs is Messengers. The next one is Beloved, Failure On. This is one where the uh, screaming vocals actually come from the drummer, which is really interesting. The next is Between the Buried and Me. The album is Colors. Uh, This is more of a prog metal band. They've gotten more prog as time has gone on, which I've not really enjoyed, but that is an incredible album. The next one is Botch. We are the Romans. And so Botch is a band that a lot of other bands have stolen their sound from, but that's that. The next one is Evergreen Terrace. The album name is Wolf Biker. The one after that is Every Time I Die, Gutter Phenomenon. I freaking love that band. They, they have like an ogre in their band. Their lead guitarist is this big Viking looking ogre dude. It's, it's hilarious. The next one is For Today and the album is Wake. That is probably one of the most overtly aggressive Christian bands on the planet. I absolutely love them. The next one is not that. They are Hate Breed and the album is Perseverance. The next one is He Is Legend, I Am Hollywood. So that was He Is Legend. I think that was their second album, but that is a band that changes their sound all the time, but they still sound really awesome and you can tell it's them. The next one is Impending Doom. The Serpent Servant is the name of the album. Impending Doom is kind of like a Christian death metal band, which doesn't seem to make sense, but they're absolutely brutal. The next one is Lamb of God, and the album is Wrath. And for those of you who don't know who Lamb of God is, that is not a Christian band, uh, even though their name is Lamb of God. But just the musicianship on that album is ridiculous. The next one is Living Sacrifice. The album is Reborn. That is the album that got me into metal, right? That was the first real gritty metal album I ever listened to. That's the reason why I like the the music that I listen to today. The next one is the band Lorna Shore, and the album is called Immortal. The next is Meshuggah, 
and the album is Obzin. So Meshuggah, if you're a drummer, the, the drummer just doesn't even make sense. I think they're called triplicates is what he does. Uh, but the song Bleed is is the the song on that album you need to start with. The next one is Metallica. Yes, I'm including Metallica there for you thrash fans. But I'm doing the S&M album. And for any of you guys whose brains almost exploded, oh, why did you do Master of Puppets? Why didn't you do Ride the Lightning or whatever? Here's the thing. Those albums are incredible. The thing about S&M is they did an album with a symphony orchestra a metal album, a double album with a symphony orchestra. And it sounded amazing. And to this day, that's what I want to be the Super Bowl halftime show them and a symphony orchestra. Absolutely incredible. The next one here is misery signals. And the album is mirrors. The next one after that nodes of Ranvier. It is their sale, their self-titled album. Great album or artwork on that one. The next one is Norma Jean, Bless the Martyr, Kiss the Child. That is before Josh Goggins went and did The Chariot and then his other bands. Great, great album. The next one is Oh Sleeper, Son of the Morning. So uh, the last song on that album will make you want to punch everyone in the face near you, but don't worry, it's a good thing. The next one is the band Poison the Well, and it's their album Tear from the Red. Then we have the Acacia Strain, one of the heaviest bands I've ever heard in my entire life. Brutal, brutal, angry band. And the album is Continent. The next one is The Devil Wears Prada. Yes, that is the name of a metal band, but it's one of their EPs, actually, I want to suggest to you. It's the Zombie EP. It's like four or five tracks. It's incredible. The next one is The Dillinger Escape Plan, and the album is Miss Machine. This band is going to be hard for a lot of you to get into. It's very complicated, very chaotic music. And the next band is like it. It's The Red Chord, and the album is Clients. The one after that is the band Throwdown, and it's their album Vendetta. Uh, they they have they went through kind of a metamorphosis uh, from that album and the one previous to it, but it was a lot better. Three left, we got Under Oath, Define the Great Line. So that is a band that you may have actually heard of. They they kind of had some mainstream success, but that's their best album in my opinion. The next one is Unearth, The Oncoming Storm, and the last one, my favorite band of all time, Zayo. Very, very special to my heart. Underground Christian band. And this is their, I guess it would be their second album, but it's where Blood and Fire bring rest, which if you forced me, that would be my favorite album, any genre of all time. So ah, everybody take a deep breath. For some of you, you're like, why is he saying all these words? But I promise you, if you plug it into your Spotify or your Apple Music later, you will thank me. But guys, let's go ahead and do a quick review of Guardians. And that is uh, that is the ninth studio album from August Burns Red. So the theme of this album, a lot of albums are just kind of random songs amalgamated together into an album, but this one does have a loose theme. And so in an interview, Brett Rambler, who's the rhythm guitarist for that band, uh, he said this, he said, quote, there's a loose theme of being there for another person who's reaching out for for help. This individual who saves the day acts like a guardian. The idea recurred as we put everything together. It was a great summation of what we were talking about, unquote. So an interesting tidbit about the recording of this album is rather than tracking the album kind of in one chunk, the band actually spent more time on the music than any other album in kind of the writing process. I mean, this band, they churn out albums every two years. They go on tour a lot. They're, they're kind of like a machine, but they actually recorded in two separate sessions. And they recorded at, I guess, what you would call the world famous Think Loud Studios in York, Pennsylvania. And this was alongside producers uh, Carson Slavic and uh, Grant McFarlane. But JB, who's the lead guitarist, this is what he said about recording in that way. Quote, after the first session, we had months to think about what we might want to change. We never had this much time and liberty for production. It enabled everyone to be more critical and think about putting an individual stamp on the songs. Think Loud, which is where they recorded, was also the nicest facility we've ever tracked in. We had tons of room to work and be creative. We're super proud of the final product. 
Dustin and I collaborated more than we have in the past as well. Typically, one person will write a whole song and send it to the band. We all got to contribute here, unquote. And so that's the thing with a lot of these bands that you don't realize is they're not all sitting in the studio at the same time all the time. They're not all just jamming and then it's like, oh, well, that's great. Let's let's use that and we'll put it over here. Uh, try this drum part. A lot of these bands, like they'll have one guy write a, write a song, maybe it's a guitarist or, or the, the drummer or something like that. And then they'll send that music out to everybody else to write their parts to it. That's not what happened here. And I think to a lot of positives uh, is, is why that happened. It's incredible to see what an amazing band can do when they're given a little bit of runway. So let me give you kind of my overall impression of this album. So I have a few thoughts here. The first thing is it's very consistent as usual because this band is consistent. I mean, they don't release stinker albums. Now you might have albums of theirs that you like better than others. And we'll get into my ranking of their albums later, but they're just very consistent. If they're going to bring you an album, it's going to be quality. Another impression I had is it's, as I was listening to it for the first time, it's seemingly more brutal than their other albums. And this is a really brutal band. I mean, they, they have some ridiculously heavy parts to their music, but this album just felt harder than the stuff that they put out before. And the last just overall impression is much of the songs on this album, they're just primed to be played live because the thing is, is there are some, when you're playing live and you're playing a set, a lot of these bands, you you know, you got to play the fan favorites, the, you know, the songs that the people came to see, you got to have your songs for, you know, before you leave stage and then, Oh, just kidding. We didn't leave encore. And then you have those songs. And there's some songs that the bands like that maybe the fans don't like as much, but there's so many songs on this album that would absolutely make an audience lose their minds. That's what this album felt like is if they go on tour 10 years from now and just play this album straight through, there's going to be a lot of hospital visits for people that are in those pits. But now I'm going to go through and give some, I guess you could say prizes or stamps uh, on different songs for different reasons. But I want to go ahead and talk about my favorite song title. And that favorite song title is track 11 and it's called three fountains. And so this is a song that Matt Griner, whenever we had him on the podcast a couple of months ago, he and I talked about this song off air. I I wish I had asked him about it on air, but I'd forgotten about it. But three fountains is, is an incredible name. And this is why, and this was uh, directly from him. Three fountains is based on St. Paul's decapitation. And when his head hit the ground, the legend has it that it bounced three times. And from those spots, three fountains sprang up. And so the way Matt Griner puts it is that it's a song that tells of life coming from apparent death. And so um, if you actually look at, look that up, the decapitation of St. Paul or the three fountains, uh, that's actually something that a lot of people believe in and they, they, they go to, it's part of the legend. And so I thought that was a really cool song title. The next, uh, I guess, I don't know what you would call the next prize I would like to give is the, the favorite lyric from the album and my favorite lyric. And so I'm just going with a chunk. I, you know, I can't just do a single line, but just like a chunk is from the song empty heaven, which is the 10th track on the album. And this is the, uh, this just caught me. It just caught me different. I had to kind of go back and and reread it and, and think about it a little bit more, but this is the lyric here. What's eternity like when you're the first to arrive, take a look around. There's no one by your side. Will you seek solace in all that you know, or will you wish that your blood still flowed? And so I thought that was interesting because there's a lot of different themes there, and I'm not exactly sure uh, what the writer of these lyrics had in mind, but that is an interesting thing because I've heard people talk about before, like, dude, you don't know my friends. I can't become a Christian because I got to see these jokers later and none of these busters are going to be in heaven. And so it's almost like if those guys arrived in heaven, that they would wish that their blood was still flowing and that they were still on earth or they were someplace else. 
So that's what made me think, that's what it made me think of during that. I'm not sure what it's there for, but that was my favorite lyric from the album. Now I want to do my favorite part of the album. Okay. And so I already told you the intro or outro track on this podcast now is going to be the song Defender, which is the fourth, the fourth track, but around two minutes and 23 seconds into the song, there's a 20 second stretch that Holy Moses Make sure there's nothing sharp around you when you're, when you're listening to this for the first time, make sure there's not a bunch of little kids or a a miniature horse or something like that, because there might be some bumps and bruises after the part of the song. Okay. But part of it is not just because of the music, because the music's absolutely brutal, but the, the, the lyrical content during this part is insane. So I'll read it to you first, and then I'm going to play it for you. But here are the lyrics in this part. Okay. So listen for this whenever we get to the song, here are the lyrics. There is no judge. I am the jury and the defendant. The gavel has no hand. Who will deliver the sentence? Bitterness has no end. Now, guys, I wanted to make this part the outro of the podcast, but I thought it would be too rough for people. And it'd be like way too, I say, and keep seeking the Lion of Judah. And then this cuts in. It would, it just wouldn't have worked for whatever reason. But let me go ahead and play that part for you. And for those of you following along, it should be the same where you're at. This is around the two minute and 22 or 23 second mark. So here it is. There is no Yeah, I, I tried to tell you. Now, just imagine if that was the outro for the podcast, okay? I think people might get hurt, but that's okay. But just an absolutely incredible part to that song. An album that has so many, you could take 20 second chunks of so many parts in this album, but that is the part that is my favorite. Now we're going to get into my favorite song lyrically on the album, and that is the song Lighthouse, which is the fifth track. So this is an album that if you remember back to our episode with Matt Griner a couple of months ago, he talked about this as kind of the first song that you should listen to if you get the album. Listen to track number five. This is a song about the Good Samaritan. Uh, This is apparently a song that took Matt Griner a a long time to write. It's just basically about reaching out and helping someone in need and how the church sometimes does a really, really crappy job of doing that. Uh, The people that are in need sometimes don't really fit into the the matrix of what the church likes or what they want to associate with. But he's talking about the the road and uh, that the Good Samaritan actually happened on. And when we read that part of the Bible, I know when I do, when I read that part of the Bible, I just assume it's a wide road. I think about a modern road. But if you do the research back in that day, that road was really, really narrow. It was so narrow that, that you couldn't have missed the guy that was in need, right? I mean, cause it's possible in a modern day road that the road's just so big and so many things going on that perhaps you just miss that person, but that's not what happened here. It's impossible that the religious man didn't see the man in need. And you know, this, the second part of the song or the second half of the song is really critical of the church. And uh, Griner, he said he wants this song to encourage change in other people and to just not look at other people as outsiders. So what I want to do is I just want to read the lyrics here to the album, and then you can obviously have them for yourself. You can look them up. So when you listen to the album, you can follow along. So here are the lyrics to the song Lighthouse. Take another look around. There's so much loss to be found. People everywhere are hurting. Even though they're counting out, even though they're counted out, there's so much loss to be found. Passion in action is compassion. Love is greater than what it's made of. It will cost you. 
someone has to pay. Give nothing and you'll waste your wealth away. Someone has to pay. Bloodied and battered, dying in ditch. Help nowhere to be found. Take another look around. There's so much loss to be found. People everywhere are hurting. Even though they're counted out, there's so much loss to be found. Their prayers to a God are spoken in vain. His home is with the broken. He is the answer to their pain. A faith so fragile, they're told to never leave. Scared they'll be seen for what they are, not what they've achieved. A monster's legacy ends the day he dies. A man never forgotten is the one who's crucified. The treasure is in the tatters, not just another cog in the wheel. Help those in need and you'll have said more than your words will ever say. Divine design will light the way. Rise up. Reach out. Have pity. Let the outcast in. Rise up. Reach out. A stranger's face in a foreign place. Rise up. Reach out. Shutting out the poor won't lead to a cure. Who will rise up and reach out? Take another look around. There's so much loss to be found. People everywhere are hurting. Even though they're counted out, there's so much loss to be found. I love that song lyrically. It's a great song. Check that one out. Now, I want to get into my favorite song musically on the album. And that is actually the third track, Paramount. And and this is maybe the hardest one to pick is which song I like the best musically. But the reason why I went with Paramount is because top to bottom, this song has the most variety of sounds in it. There's even some gang vocals in there at one point. So so you hardcore fans, you'll appreciate that. But that song had the most musical variety, in my opinion. I'm not a terribly uh, astute music critic, but I thought that that song was incredible musically. Now I want to get into kind of my favorites. And so I'll actually do uh, my friend's favorite song overall on this album. I had a lot of friends listen to this album over the weekend. And the same song kept coming up in their response to me. And it was the seventh track, which is ties that bind. And so this is an actual quote from one of my good buddies. He said this, I about opened up a pit in the freezer section at Crest to break to the breakdown on ties that bind. So Crest is a a grocery store here in the town that we both live in. And so the thought of being there, like trying to, you know, get some milk and maybe some eggs or whatever. And then at the same time thinking to yourself, I need to open up a pit right now. I need to throw some elbows. So that that's perfect. But a lot of my friends like that song. So that seems to be a favorite of theirs. But my favorite song overall, this is my favorite song off the new album by August Burns Red. It is the eighth track. And it's called Blood Letter. Holy cow, this song. So I just got to be honest with you guys because I try to be as real as possible. I may or may not have said a cuss word without realizing it the first time I heard this song. Okay. Um, (laughs) At some point, I just recall saying a a bad word and thinking to myself, holy whatever, this song is so heavy. So here's the thing is, you know, sometimes in metal music, you hear people talk about, oh man, that's a real beefy part. This song is not beef. This song is a herd of cattle. Like this song is so heavy and the lyrics are super aggressive, super aggressive. So I just want to read a small section of the lyrics here. So here it is. You have picked the wrong mark. You tried to pull an inside job. You're a thief of a different kind. One who preys on those fighting to stay alive. Pull your hand back or lose your sense of touch. Remove it at the stump. Pay homage to medieval times. Um, guys, in this song, and I'm not going to play it for you here because I want you to go listen to it for yourself. So wherever you get your music, whether you want to buy the albums, they got it available on vinyl on their, on their website. You've got Spotify, you've got iTunes, you've, you've got all uh, Apple music, all this stuff. Listen to Bloodletter on this album because it has one of the most incredible breakdowns ever. And if you're like, Kyle, how far into the song until the breakdown happens? Don't worry. You'll see it. 
<laughs> you'll hear it. You'll feel it. But uh, there is going to be no question in your mind as to which breakdown I'm talking about. But that is my favorite overall song on that album. But when you're talking about albums for a band that's released, you know, nine studio albums at this point, you kind of have to think about where does it rank against the other eight, right? And so I've, I've done a lot of thinking about that, kind of where does this rank? I went back and kind of listened to different parts of other albums just so I can kind of get an idea and I'm not going to rank them one through nine. But for me, the, the two seminal albums for August Burns Red in order are Messengers, which was released in 2007 and Constellations released in 2009. For something to usurp one of those and to elevate above one of those two, I mean, those guys really, really set the bar with messengers and constellations. So messengers is one for me. Constellations is two. But then I started reviewing the other albums, you know, found in faraway places and phantom anthem and, you know, thrill seeker, just all the other albums. Guardians is the third best August Burns red, August Burns red album. It, it just is. Um, and the thing is, is there's a primacy bias, right? You know, I, I just heard this recently, but there's also the recency bias, which is, it's the last stuff that I've heard from August Burns Red. And it's always one of those things, like after a fight, when you watch a fight, you're like, oh, that's the greatest fight of all time. And then you wait a day and you're like, oh, you know, that fight was probably top five on that card. You know, your mind just, you know, starts to bring it down. And you start to chill out a little bit when the adrenaline wears off. But guys, I've listened to this a few times all the way through and... I just can't put another one of their albums above this one. They're all so close. That, that's the thing. I feel like Messengers and Constellations set the bar. There's a little bit of a gap. And then there's some of the other stuff that they put out. But Guardians is the next best album for them. And, and so here's the thing with this podcast, guys, is this is a little bit shorter show than what we normally do. And the reason is because I want you to go buy the album. I want you to stream it on Spotify. I want you to listen on Apple Music. I just want you to listen to this album. I want you to listen to the other albums that I suggested. Just do it. I'm giving you a little bit of time. At the very least, listen to Blood Letter. Now, again, Matt Griner thinks you should start with Lighthouse. I think you should start with the other end of the, of the spectrum, the hardest song on the album, but I really want you guys to enjoy that. They're a great friend of the podcast. We're, we're so thankful to them that they've allowed us to use you know, all of their music for anything that we choose to use it for within reason. And so it's just been a great, great thing to experience them as friends of the show and friends of what we're doing here. So guys, do us a favor and check out their stuff. But before we let you go, we are going to do a quick resilience boost. As you know, by now we are a men's ministry and our mission is cultivating manly resilience. Specifically, we do that by providing content that forges spiritual, mental, and physical toughness. And today I've got the link for you to go buy it from their store on augustburnsred.com. I've also got the YouTube music videos of their two, um, the two singles that they've released so far. And that's August Burns Red Defender and August Burns Red Bones. And there will be more singles from this album, but uh, you can just check those out as they come out. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. If you would, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher, and refer your friends to listen and share this on social media. If we deserve a five-star review, guys, keep leaving us those five-star reviews. That's how we are going to continue to elevate this content, and please leave us a few sentences letting us know why you like the content. I'm currently booking speaking engagements for the remainder of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, so if you want me to come speak at your team, on your men's event, at your pod, on your podcast show, whatever, hit me up, info at undaunted.com. Life. Again, that's I-N-F-O at undaunted.life. The website is www.undaunted.life. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at undauntedlife or facebook.com backslash undauntedlife. Check out our free devotionals on the Version Bible app to search Undaunted Life under plans. And as always, we want to thank the band August Burns Red for allowing us to use their entire music library for our content. And excitingly, the intro outro track on this podcast is their new song, Defender, which is off their latest record entitled Guardians. Go pick it up. The links to everything is in the description. 
I'm your host, Kyle Thompson. Remember, keep cultivating manly resilience, keep forging spiritual, mental, and physical toughness, keep seeking the Lion of Judah. I need